Thank you so much for joining The Broken Road to Mental Health in Life and in Business. I am your host, Sharon Feckety, the author of The Broken Road to Mental Health in Life and in Business. I hope you will go on Amazon and purchase the book or download it on Audible and listen to the book so you can get some more insight as to why I decided to start this podcast show a few years ago and continue the conversation. You're going to hear from professionals. You're going to hear from people with lived experience, those that struggle with anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation. Uh, You're going to listen to people that have recovered. Uh, You're going to hear resources about how you can navigate through this broken road to mental health and life in a business. And you will certainly be hearing me talk about the importance of having this discussion in business today. That is what I speak about at conferences, and I hope that you will take it seriously. We need to speak more about mental health in the workplace. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please be sure to tell somebody you know that might be struggling to subscribe, to listen, to watch and share it with others. You are not alone on this broken road to mental health. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the broken road to mental health, or welcome back to the broken road to mental health in life and in business. I am your host, and I'll be the only person on the show today. It's just me, Sharon Feckety. You know, interestingly enough, when asked if my name rhymes with anything, It actually does rhyme with me because it's me, Sharon Fekete, but not enough syllables. So if any of you out there can find a word that rhymes with Fekete, I would, I would love that. Okay. So let's get down to why we're doing this show solo. Reality is my guest didn't show up. How many people have told you that on a podcast show? So that is my reality. And this happens. There's no shame. I'm not going to say who the, the guest was, but it is, um, it's common. It has happened. I would say in all the years I've been doing shows and I started this show in 2019 and I started my other show, The Doctor Whisperer in 2018, it's happened quite a lot. And when this does happen, I decide to do a solo show because there's always a lot to talk about. And there's a lot to talk about today. I was at the YMCA Suncoast Mayor's Prayer Breakfast. That was a mouthful. This morning, it's their 18th year doing it. I was down at the uh, Sheridan Hotel the San Key Sheridan Hotel, and it was beautiful. I got invited by the lovely Dottie Overton from the Bank of Tampa, and I got to see a lot of friends that are in business and that have become friends in life, which has been really nice. And we got to hear a really great speaker. Um, His name is Dev. And he is, he's actually the husband of a friend of mine, but he is many things and he has been very, very successful in his life and in business, but he started um, a journey into life that wasn't very easy. So it was really beautiful to witness a man, especially 
getting up in front of a room full of, I, I don't know, I think there were 500 people there and sharing some of the most vulnerable times. And these times are uh, becoming increasingly more difficult for people that are struggling with mental health, with you know depression or anxiety, addiction. And it's not, it's not a shocker like the world that we live in right now uh, and for consistently the last few years more than ever has really been something to witness. So for those of you, because I will not be included in that, that don't seek outside help to not just deal with the day-to-day, but to do like, you know, prevention, to do maintenance. Uh, so when we are uh, left with a challenge, when we when we are faced with something that is very difficult, that we have support, that we have worked through our trauma, we have worked through our pain, and we are we have tools to handle the the pain that is inevitable because life is, you know, filled with all the things. And um, yeah, so I was really reflecting on how powerful it is when especially a man will stand up in front of his colleagues, in front of his friends, in front of that know him to be a very, very successful man in business and share some of the really, really difficult times that he survived that he went through as a young boy and the room was just filled with vulnerability there was a ton of emotion there was a lot of tears shed and this was a a prayer breakfast so we started the breakfast by praying for healthcare workers and first responders and the government <laughs> Whew. We needed that prayer. And I think that it really centered us. It really centered us for the talk that was going to be delivered. And it was really nice. And interestingly enough, after I was talking to my friend, um, who is the wife of this wonderful speaker that we all got to hear today, and she introduced me to a friend And we started talking about how wonderful it can be when you start your day in prayer or in meditation, but in some type of intentional space. So what do I mean by that? Well, we were a group of hundreds of people, a lot of people that had never met each other, that were getting together to pray for people. Now, I have been sober for 29 years. Uh, There is a step in our program about prayer and meditation. And I grew up Catholic. Uh, I am Irish. So I am no stranger to prayer, but I've never really been somebody who attends church. Uh, I, I did when I was younger, but that has never left me. I don't tend to talk too much about religion, and I don't think many people do. And then there are some that speak about it all the time. 
But for me, it's just very personal. And in my book, I refer to my own higher source as a crane. Okay. A crane lifted me up and put me in safer spaces or spaces that I needed to be more times than I can count. But it is, yes, it is a, a higher source. It is God for me. I don't um, struggle with my relationship, but I am very respectful of the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that do. So there has been a lot of, you know, religious trauma and there's been trauma that, you know, surrounds different programs and different churches. So I tend to keep it to the crane. Okay. I'm so excited to tell you about our sponsor, Valley Bank. To know that we have a bank that thinks so much about mental health in the workplace has made me so proud. Valley Bank is my bank for business and has been since the day I opened 10 years ago. When I was introduced to them, I was told that I was going to really like everybody that worked for the bank. And I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out they were right. I like everybody that works there. They are good people, nice people, and they care about others. They care about the community. But the thing I am most proud of is how they are welcoming the conversation about mental health in the workplace into their bank and willing to take that risk and talk about it in our community. Valley Bank is definitely forging the way in business to open up this conversation. If it wasn't for my father's employee assistance program back in the day, 28 years ago, I would not be on this podcast today. It just goes to show when you offer these resources to your company and to your team, miracles can happen. I am one of them. So Valley Bank not only offers an employee assistance program to their staff and their team members, but they also send out these great vitality monthly communications, bi-weekly wellness resources, and they're willing to sponsor a podcast that is about mental health in life and in business. So if you have not connected with Valley Bank, I highly recommend you do. But I think it, it is so beautiful that we get to that we got to pray together this morning. It was really, really beautiful. So anyway, I, I end up talking to this this man and I tell him about how back in the day in New York, when we were uh, managing this large medical practice, we used to bring the office managers together and we used to meditate with them before they would go out on their day. And they thought it was, I'm sure, batshit crazy, but it was so beautiful to be able to sit with people and just get quiet and be intentional. I do this every day. I do this every morning, Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. It is not as regimented, although I promise you there is plenty of time and space for prayer and meditation. But I, I meditate and I typically do it with um, with guided. I use the insight timer and I'm totally obsessed with this guy, David G. That's who I follow. I love, love, love the fact that he has these great guided meditations and I get quiet every morning. And a, a piece of the guided meditation that he offers is a lot of silence. 
And I need that silence. But through the pandemic, I only could do guided. I could not get silent because the noise was so loud and there was so much emotion that I needed somebody to talk me through. So I'm having this conversation with this random person that I met today who was lovely. And I said, you know, this would be a really great thing if we all could do this more often because the breakfast was at 7 a.m. So we were there at 6.45 this morning, dressed and ready to go. And um, knowing that we were starting our day that way, I bet it made a big difference in everybody's life today at work because we were listening to beautiful singers. There was this beautiful young lady singing How Great Thou Art. Um, and this wonderful young man who accompanied her in another song and was playing the the keyboard. It was just magical. It was just a magical morning. And I love starting my day like that personally, but to do it with your community, there's something to that. So anyway, we talked about doing it. And he, and this gentleman said, you know, we'll do it once a week. I said, once a week? Okay, well, that's better than once a month. But wouldn't that be nice to come together with your community and start your day that way and be intentional? And he said, well, you'll be the chairperson of it. I said, well, you'll be right there next to me. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I get reached out to about this. The connection lies within my girlfriend, Chantel. So, yeah, I mean, I really believe in getting together and healing and being quiet and being intentional and providing a space for others to feel their feelings, cry, whatever it is, before they go out in the car and like road rage or get to the office and start screaming at somebody. Imagine what it would be like if people started their day differently. I think it could work. So here we are, tis the season. It's the Holliers, as we like to say in my family. And Thanksgiving is upon us. And I am very grateful for this year. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have a podcast show that reaches people that are on this broken road to mental health. I am, um, if you're watching this video, I have my broken road to mental health sneakers now that um, I had custom made by my my dear friend, Sherry, who owns uh, with her partner, Latitude. So if you want information about how to get custom sneakers, let me know. But I think that um, doing all of these speaking events and talking about mental health in the workplace, I've had the um, great opportunity to keynote in Boca Raton with an organization. And then I just got back from speaking in Cocoa Beach. I spoke um, about where I'm from. Nobody talks about mental health. And I did that talk in New York. It was a very, very difficult one. I will be honest with you, as I always am. It was very, very difficult because I was back in Long Island, New York, where um, a lot of my pain had lived. And I felt like I was on stage with a microphone having exposure therapy. And only one um, family member showed up. And now, 
that's not to say that I went and sent invitations out, but I did promote it on social media uh, more than once. And my brother um, and some friends that I'm very grateful for. And of course, my Cynthia was there. But, you know, that was, it was sad to see that there was uh, a lack of support. And I get it. I do. Um, I think when you have made a decision to speak openly about, you know, challenges, mental health, vulnerable things, and I'm not constantly having a rip roar and good time. And since I'm sober, I don't drink. There's that, um, you know, so it was, uh, it was definitely an experience. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad that I had the courage to get up and speak my truth. And if you were um, lucky enough to listen to my interview with Lorna Byrne, that was just out last week, two weeks ago, actually. Well, it'll be three weeks probably when you watch or listen to this podcast. You know, she even said that there's more to be revealed, even for me. And I am starting to write my next book. I won't tell you the title just yet, but it's pretty similar to the title of my first one. I've got a little little edge to it. And it's going to be all about the things that I have learned since writing The Broken Road to Mental Health. You know, hard to believe, but it's coming up on five years. So we've been through a lot over the last few years collectively and um, myself as well. Lots of healing, lots of dealing with issues that I did not know were still living inside of me. So it's been a heck of a journey. And although our guest didn't show up today, I'm really grateful that I had an opportunity to spend some time and wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. It is my favorite holiday. There is no other holiday that I love more than Thanksgiving. To me, it's just very, it's reverent. And I really enjoy talking about gratitude. I enjoy reminiscing on the year that has come and gone uh, and, and thinking about where we're going next. And I will be spending a lot of time thinking about where I am going next. Lots of changes happening. So more will be revealed. And I am so grateful that you have been generous enough with your time to either watch these podcast shows or listen to them. I hope if any of them have helped you, uh, that you would consider passing it on, maybe doing a review so we can have more people know that it's okay not to be okay and that there are people out there that have gone through similar, maybe worse uh, situations that you have and they've been able to come out on the other side. So looking forward to a new year of bringing up more topics and offering more resources for all of you that are on this journey with me. I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful for knowing that it's really okay to be not okay. It's, um, I'd actually prefer if you were a little more honest about it. Many people were crying in that room with me today and I was so happy to see it. And I watched, of course, a lot of women trying not to ruin their makeup. 
but crying is very healing and crying in front of others is just a, yet another way to show others that it's okay. It's okay to feel we shouldn't be hiding um, the tears. We should be embracing that and knowing that we're getting better. So I wish you tears. I wish you tears in public and I wish you nothing but the best on this broken road to mental health. Thank you for being here. And thank you for supporting me. Don't forget to check out Valley Perry for all your banking needs. They are supporting mental health in the workplace and beyond. Thank you, Valley.